0: Welcome to the Oscars. The Zero Oscars.
1: Hey, Kylan, did you remember to script the intro to the to the episode of the Zero Oscars? I didn't know I was supposed to. I not was supposed to do that. You were supposed to do that I texted you about that you was you? Welcome to episode 16 of the Zero Oscars podcast scripted by yours truly in the moment as we speak because John didn't want to do it. Uh, This is it. This is the episode. We did it. Uh, We're joined today by uh, me, Eli, who is the host of the Zero Oscars podcast, which you are now watching, and other hosts. Kyle, also a host of the Zero Oscars, which you're now watching or listening to. I I like all of our viewers.
0: John, friend of the show, host, enemy (laughs) of the show co-host.
1: And last but not least, Sam Wilson, math uh, math-leet, and uh, math man Bobby uh, Biba uh, uh, Sam, please, please intro yourself. Uh, I'm Sam. I own this show. Beautiful. Couldn't have said it better myself. Do I only uh,
0: read the lines that are highlighted on my script?
1: Please do. Uh, word for word is what we're reading, including the ums. So next, we're going to uh, talk about uh, <laughs> what what have you what do you, uh, what, do, what are you all watching? <laughs> <laughs> Bebop, <laughs> <laughs> it's Skibidi Bebop. Skibidi <laughs> <It's> Boo. <laughs> what what have you all been watching recently? <laughs> well, I've been watching a few things. Obviously, it will ha- when this episode comes out. People are like, "That's old news," but football is back, so I've been watching a lot of that. But in more of the uh, TV and movie demographic. I've been watching season two of The Boys which is just beautiful. I love it so much. And I started watching Raised by Wolves on HBO. It is a Ridley Scott sci-fi series which is pretty good. Highly recommend it. I've watched the first five episodes and I think there's eight this season.
0: It if I may jump in quickly. I've also been watching The Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and by god, that show is incredible.
1: <laughs> it's so good.
0: I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but gosh, there's some moments in that show
1: where <laughs> it has the saddest line I've ever heard on on screen in that and this isn't a big spoiler, but I had to sell Princess guitar just It just broke my heart. <laughs> I know one thing about the boys.
0: What? There's,
1: I think there's a death baby involved that can, like, shoot lasers out of his eyes or something. Mm.
0: That I, did happen. I, too, saw the Michael Reeves video. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only way I actually know about the boys. <laughs> that's fair.
1: What have you been watching, Sam?
0: Yeah. Uh, I watched the...
1: Animated Milan recently because I had Omega oh, main interview stuck in my head. Mm. So I thought, well, to get this out of my system, I might as well watch the whole movie.
0: Fair. That makes sense. Uh, I just finished Phineas and Ferb for the seventh time. trooper.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm getting geared up to watch the new Phineas and Ferb movie. Oh. Making sad. another? They are making another. It's out on Disney Plus pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Is there a COVID truth or movie? <laughs> <laughs> Ferb's one line is, did you know only 6% of COVID deaths are actually by COVID? Let's <laughs> set <laughs> it said in a British accent so we can trust him. Yeah. Eli, what about you?
1: Oh, thank you, John. Uh, I have watched... No
0: need to thank me. It's just in my <laughs> script. I'm reading it as <laughs> is. This line I'm also reading as is. I'll back to you.
1: It's in my script, so... It- I'm obligated. Um, I've watched three light laughter, three varying films from the studio audience. Um, the the first was The Carrier, which is a strange film. It's like a horror. The Secret of Carrie. Yeah, it's about Mariah Carey. Uh, <laughs> she where this guy gets this disease where everything that he touches, the stuff he touches doesn't dissolve but if he touches something and then someone else touches that thing, then they dissolve. What? It's a real, it's a real jump kind of a scenario. Um, long story short, there's a beautiful line where two, basically the town devolves into two warring factions um, and they all scream at each other, death or cats. And then there's a massive uh, fight uh, to the death. So it's, I don't need, I don't want to tell anymore. Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. Death that sounds count. amazing it Soulmate. is amazing it's really bad. In the movie, is there a fight to the cats what did you say sam That earlier in the movie is there a fight to the cats no sadly cats cats can like detect the disease or something i don't know it's very confusing they're hoarding cats yeah. uh next i watched guns akimbo which is a which is like nerve but with daniel radcliffe <laughs> um it wasn't very good his accent is not great But I love Daniel Radcliffe, so I still gave it three stars. Um, He he gets guns stapled to his hands, and he like it's just him running (laughs) around a city like "someone help me!" and then everyone screams and runs (laughs) away. So it's very enjoyable. Um, And then I watched *The Spy Who Dumped Me*, starring Mila Kunis, Kate McKinnon, and other people. Uh, It wasn't very good. It had some severe tonal problems where it wanted to be a comedy and then it wanted to be a serious spy movie where people die all the time. Uh, So not very good. Wouldn't recommend. That's what I've been watching. Also, The Boys season two. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I just remembered. Uh, Not that I would ever recommend this in a million years. God, it was horrible. The Boys. But I went through all of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix recently. What is that? so it's this its this reality show where they, they bring nine people on an island and they tell them they can split $100,000 at the end of a month if they don't have sex with each other. But every time they do kissing or more, they get money deducted from the total. And they're all like, this is the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. But I feel like... <laughs> I would do much more than just not have sex for hundred thousand dollars.
0: you, you have to billion. split it? You have to split it amongst everyone, right? They don't know that. Uh, what? They think that someone is gonna win. Oh. Yeah, and at the end, it's like you're all winners. That's kind of cheesy and stupid. Oh, so they're not trying to sabotage each other? Because I I thought the premise was like. There's a $100,000 pool, and you've got to trick people into really horny situations.
1: No, they're not trying to sabotage each other. They're all being like, don't do this, you idiots."
0: <laughs> so it's it's actually like a no-fap support group. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% what it is.
1: Would some prefer to do that, right? Are you allowed to? No, that's, it. that's about $10,000. What? Sex is $20,000. Kissing is $3,000. Those totals don't add up. Yeah, it's a wild joke. And may I'd been
0: really bad at it.
1: I wish it would have been John's, because then someone just comes in with a saxophone, starts playing, everyone else loses immediately.
0: <laughs> the boombox boom with good, Peter man. Gabriels in your eyes.
1: <laughs> if you have a boombox or a saxophone, you win that th- 100000 immediately.
0: <laughs> Kenny G is on the island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that Chuck Mangione?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Worse. Good to be alive. I thought you were gonna say it was the show. It was the show. Um, what's it called? The reality dating show on YouTube. It's like uh, love or host. It is Twitch streamers, and it's like, um, and it's like 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 one guy is brought on, and it's ten women, or or you know whatever the corresponding um, preference is. And they just he just gradually eliminates each person. Every twenty minutes they vote somebody off the he votes somebody off the show, or whoever the, the main person is. I found it because there's a clip of one of them. And it's a guy, I have never seen any of his other stuff, but he's called Wilbur Suit. And he, it's just a supercut of him eating three bananas over the course of that show while all of these women, all these Twitch streamers discuss what simping means. And at one point, at one point, my favorite is this. It's this very loud spoken Irish woman who's a streamer, and she's just like, "You only second, you only second banana," (laughs) and it kills me every time. (laughs) Anyways, that's (laughs) nothing left to add. I just said that because I could.
1: Well, similarly, I'm sure there are some people in this show who eat at least three bananas over the course of the entire. The entire season so yeah john i'm glad you mentioned simping because it leads into our film that we watched for this week <laughs> uh where simping uh goes it transcends bodies and mind uh this week we watched uh what whatever the what dream was? a little dream from dream 1989 a dream. starring the two coreys Corey feldman and Corey hayne god yeah. bless them
0: god bless their god bless Corey haynes Listen You're gonna have to listen to what I'm about to tell you. It's the absolute truth, but you've got to believe me, okay? You have to use all your faculties. You have to be willing to suspend your normal patterns of thinking. You've got to believe in what I'm about to say.
1: You're not working with the young Republicans, are you? Oh,
0: <laughs> this isn't effective. Ike... Come here. Come here. Look at me. Ike... It's me, your best friend, Coleman. Come again.:
1: uh, So I guess our, our first thing is we do our time synopses, uh, yep. where the hosts uh, get these the non-coveted uh, 2015 and 10-second slots, and our beautiful, beautiful guest of the week gets that sought-after five-second slot to summarize the film. Uh, I don't know who has what of the hosts.
0: Does this screen share look like look right? Uh, it's not a
1: full screen, but we can see it. Oh,
0: I don't think it looks wrong. I think it looks yes. Does that so does that work?
1: There we go. Yes. That's me.
0: yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Who wants twenty seconds? Yeah. Sure yeah go
0: i'm the least prepared for it so i like taking the 20 second slot but i oh this is bad for me though i should have taken the 15 i'm a fool i should have let somebody else take the fall for it all right okay i have no i have not prepared three two one all right, there's a Cory, and the Cory's wake up. And <laughs> the course they're not having a good time. There's an old man, That old man and his wife. His wife is maybe cheating on him with his best friend, but it's all good. They seem into it. They do a meditative experiment. He trades bodies with young people. They learn to appreciate what it's like being a young teen in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and they uh, do some body swapping. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> not really I the thought for a second, when he started laughing, you were going to pull a Sobiac
1: and say, i want all the time back
0: <laughs> i would never do that <laughs> that would be so unprofessional and embarrassing
1: <laughs> not something someone with tenure would do yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> eli do you want the 15.
1: i'll take the 15. all right all right help me in
0: three two one go
1: the two quarries. uh really only one corey is important the other one doesn't matter uh they they accidentally hit a meditated old man who likes eastern philosophy they body swap. Uh, the real for whatever reason, the old man wants to kiss on this young girl, and then they swap back.
0: <laughs> I can't. There, I'm already. It's coming back to me how many elements I missed that are so <coughs> crucial. But oh well. Oh well. Kylan, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three, <laughs> two, one, go.
1: Old man who looks like Dick Van Dyke but actually isn't is a body swapping with Corey Feldman who's, you know, interested in this girl. Corey Feldman kind of plays a villain and kind of tortures the old man who ends up doing stuff in his life.
0: <laughs> I I appreciate the, the commentary added to It's not, yeah. you're not here just here to recount the facts. You're here to yeah. comment on them.
1: They need to know it's not Dick Van Dyke. I went through <laughs> at least five minutes thinking it was. It's
0: so crucial. It is, well, it's like the, uh, it's like the the Lonely Lady one. This is not, uh, <laughs> yeah. i or like a, that uh, guitarist or whatever is, <laughs> It's not Jerry Lee Lewis. It's... <laughs> all right, and with the coveted five-second slot, Sam, are you ready to uh, summarize all of Dream a Little Dream in just five seconds?
1: Uh, I believe so.
0: All right, I'm going to count you in. Three, two, one, go. Uh, Freaky Friday, jump cut and montage compilation. Ooh. Beautiful. With time to spare? <laughs>
1: Man, I think this really influenced Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday would not exist without this film.
0: It's so true.
1: I, I did not like that mm, from you, Eli. <laughs> it's sort of like Corey Feldman's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I laugh. <laughs> I, I guess we can, since that's at the beginning of the movie, we can just easily segue into the plot synopsis. Yeah, yeah. so it opens up, and the Corys are having random conversations in one of their houses, like
0: presumably one of their penthouses
1: yeah. um so and in in between conversations they're having like the credits roll up and some dude singing some jazz stuff and then they have like a conversation for three seconds and he goes back i kind of enjoyed that because some funny. of the conversations were funny i did not uh, like it. i was i did not like that editing one bit it oh the editing was wrong. not good but i thought it was funny at points specifically <laughs> when at the very end Corey Feldman says he had a dream about the old man on the shortcut to school. And, um, Corey Ham just goes, Bobby, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I loved it so much.
0: I, <laughs> i thought you were going to mention the editing point at the end where he gets pushed to the ground and then just phases out of existence but it's not it's not for any plot reason it's just that they've they've intercut it so weirdly that he's now a ghost phantom walking around the streets
1: the editing was so weird but i think it adds to the fun
0: so i just to sort of set the tone eli i have a question for you okay would you say that that cory feldman is a more well-spoken than uh ferris bueller cooler than Fa- ferris bueller or all of the above
1: those are my only options
0: yeah do you need more
1: i would have to say he's more well spoken when he's the old man
0: touche touche except that's yeah. not cory feldman
1: <laughs> yeah it is
0: yeah.
1: no <laughs> his voice you, it's by his voice. When his voice is more gravelly, then it's Corey Feldman.
0: It's a Batman when situation. Voice, when his
1: voice sounds like this, it's Corey Feldman.
0: When, it's more when brief, he says, swear to me, Rachel. <laughs> oh, Rachel.
1: <laughs> Sam, what were your thoughts on the editing of the movie? Uh, it was probably the best editing I've ever seen, honestly. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Have you seen uh, Kylan Loves Doors? <laughs> um, I've never actually seen a movie before so Ooh, okay no, this has has does to. make this the best Going you just like read quick, about them really quick, really quick about the ghost uh thing <laughs> in the you know when it goes to the title and it's the old man singing dream a little dream mm-hmm. uh notice that at first there's no one in the audience he's yes. in an empty auditorium. And then the auditorium is full of people. And in my notes, I have written down ghost question mark. I thought it <laughs> was going to be like haunting an old like stage production theater. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, turns out I was greatly surprised when that was not the case. Later on when Corey Feldman and that girl are dancing, like with all in the, the old people around them, the old people just disappear at some point and they're left dancing with no one there. And it's not like, you know, a cut where it's clear that time no. has passed. It's just, Oh, they're there. The next second, all the old people are gone. Also, there's a huge it. rush. Why do they stop to dance with old people? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's what they were in a rush to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the urgency, yeah. The ticking clock.
1: Alright, so, after the opening editing stuff, they're, like, on their way to school. They cut through this old man's yard. He's, like, Hey, kids, don't do that. You know, real get off my yard kind of guy. Yeah. But they don't for a while. And then their neighbor sprays them with stuff like some red liquid. So, blood. Corey, it was Lamb's yeah, yeah. blood, I believe. Yeah. So, Corey <laughs> Feldman sprays that, the neighbor with Lamb's blood. Um, then the old man, his wife, and friend spend like the day hanging out. The kids go to school, hang out. It's just a bunch of hanging out. I it's just like. a bunch of
0: vibing. I have a yeah. question right, that I'll pose to you guys. Was, did you guys understand about the old people, about the, the, the couple and the friend? Did you get from that that, they, uh, that the friend and the wife, um, Gina, um, that Gina and whatever their friend's name was were having an affair? Mm-hmm. I did not did, that. You guys didn't get that? No. I, I thought that was implied. I thought it was implied too. What? There's what? so many levels to this
1: movie. There's so much death. The first time we meet this friend, he goes and he's like, Gina! And then they just kiss, like, yeah. they just kiss a whole bunch. So and it's they, like, they say okay.
0: like, do you, does he know? Uh, and yeah. she goes, ah, he'll be busy doing his meditation.
1: I completely missed so, that. Yeah,
0: I thought it was a really obvious plot point. So yeah. I was really confused that the whole thing was like, they're really committed because I was yeah. like, maybe this is why Gina doesn't want to wake up. maybe that's why she's packing up she is packing her bags
1: I I do want to bring up uh, that the friend is played by Harry Dean Stanton
0: that's Corey Hamm
1: (laughs) yeah Corey (laughs) Hamm Corey Hamm but yeah uh, the old man's friend whatever his name was is played by Harry Dean Stanton who is like a big deal actor Um, Roger Ebert once said that any film that had him as a supporting Uh, actor could not be bad and then after (laughs) seeing this movie he had to (laughs) get rid of that as a rule (laughs) um he he was the apostle paul in the last temptation of christ which i mentioned i believe last episode so or two whatever maybe Do you think that's why they put lame's blood in the trap i think that makes sense sense. it's it's like a callback yeah
0: do you think do you think uh Harry Dean Stanton was having the affair to get back at the old man because the old man's uh, lamb's blood garden sprinkler was turned against the friend. Gotta be. Yeah.
1: Told it wasn't him. the first time.
0: Told it wasn't him. the last.
1: He told him the HOA is not going to stand for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he put it there anyway. I think he's the HOA president, and that's why he's so <laughs> upset. <laughs> All right. So. So yeah, back to business guys. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, Corey Feldman is uh uh as Eli mentioned is simping for their, their other friend's Hardcore. girlfriend. <laughs> and I think they keep mentioning their other friend is crazy, like mm-hmm. he's a psycho, but they're really good friends with him.
0: They call him well adjusted, Joel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so one night the old couple's out doing some weird yoga stuff that I, yeah which was like the experiment is what they called it the they never experiment yeah yeah they never explain what they're doing i don't think
0: they're I'm just they're,
1: before that wait go ahead
0: no you can go ahead
1: yeah well before that uh it's right after they spray the lamb's blood mm-hmm. yeah. um the old man goes I need to enter the dream state, and that's the only thing you hear about it before this. This whole thing is that he's trying to enter the dream state. It is now. The- I thought he was talking about Nevada, but I was
0: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of California.
1: <laughs> I think that's what his wife thought, and that's why she's trying to move the whole movie. Yeah, oh,
0: he's yeah. just
1: really bad at communication, which is or why he's like tickets to
0: uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> but yeah they're doing a meditative experiment uh and what he's trying to connect his energy to the earth so i didn't get this um from the movie itself but from the wikipedia it summarized it as saying that they are trying he's trying to perform an experiment so that he and gina will live forever oh i don't know how he's going to get there from from doing uh waving his arms around
1: also oh, this guy's a professor and he's all in on this pseudoscience. Mm-hmm.
0: Well you say that, Kylan, but it worked. It, yeah.
1: It kind of worked. Well, it was we an experiment. We don't know if it was the if the point of it was to switch bodies. It could have been, we don't know. It's more of a botched experiment than pseudoscience then though. Yeah. We're all about <laughs> scientific accuracy here at the yeah, Zero yeah. Yeah.
0: literacy, yeah. So
1: so what? Uh, simping Corey Feldman, who's what his name is Bobby, I think. Uh, yeah. is is like racing because he's trying to go find what's her face. The the woman, the girl he's after?
0: It, yeah. It's Lainey, it, it's Laney, but it's actually Gina. Gina. It's not
1: Gina yet. Not yet. Lainey. Well,
0: but but he he at first thinks that Gina is in the body of Laney, right? That's what well, it's understood. This is,
1: this this is, is after yeah, yeah. we weren't there yet. We're about the the collide and then that. Oh
0: oh I see what you mean yeah. oh yes yes yes. The so old couple Witch.
1: doing doing magic yoga, mm-hmm. um and then. Lainey's with um, Lainey's with, uh, um, with well adjusted uh, Joel. Well adjusted Joel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a garbage girlfriend. belt kids. Will I have your consent to move forward and Lainey says no and he says I respect your decisions. Yeah
0: yeah. yeah. He's, He's running. Right such God. a nice guy.
1: <laughs> uh, she ends up running away from him because they're like get together on some, like in some park, is not going good. And she gets on her bike. And Corey Feldman is running the same direction. And they're making, go through the shortcut through the old people's yard and run into each other, pass out. And then, they just totally die. Yeah. yeah. Then you wake up and like the kids first do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he's not a kid. His name's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> James.
0: Bobby James, keep, the change, keep the change. Bobby James.
1: <laughs> no. Sam, that's a flashback to a previous film we've seen.
0: Oh, he listened to the episode. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. He has uh, it memorized. Yeah. See? Yeah. What did we say right after that, Sam?
1: You said the next plot point in this movie.
0: That's right.
1: But Bobby wakes up. It's also, it, I think yeah. it's also important to note here that the old people just straight up disappear. Yes. Yeah. yes. They are like gone, their bodies are nowhere. And then Bobby wakes up, and the first thing you see is Corey Haim's beautiful face. <laughs> and he's like, "They're like, dude, you have amnesia." And he's like, "What?" And it's it's the old man uh, yeah, in that he, body.
0: He's in Bobby's body, or Bobby. Um, also, is it is Corey Haim? His character's name is Dinger. 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 Donkler. Yeah. Donkelsmag. I don't know. All right. So yeah, Dinger, which is a great name for a real person. Um, <laughs> a real human. A real human being. Uh, yeah, it's sort of, sort of alarming. Sort of alarming. The classic look in the mirror. Who's that? It's Bobby James. Um, he, he runs out of the house. He, he runs to go find uh, Lainey, a.k.a. maybe Gina. But he gets, what, stopped by the police or something because he's a child.
1: Well, he tries to go to his house at first. And his neighbor's like, what are you doing? Get out of here, kid. And he's like, what? The neighbor's like, get out. And he's like, okay. So he runs back. And then he goes to sleep. And when he goes to sleep, he sees Corey Feldman (laughs) in like a dream outside their house.
0: And only this time it's a nightmare.
1: And Corey (laughs) Feldman's like, man, you're messing up my life. What are you doing? And he's like, also, your wife's in their pack, and she's going to leave, and you're never going to get her again. Strange, <laughs> nonchalant about everything that's happening.
0: Yeah, Corey Feldman's just cool with it. That is, I think, a very interesting uh, change, because you would think, like, oh, this young this young teen is who's uh, chasing after this girl, he's probably pretty upset that he's trapped inside his own mind and has no control over his bodily mm-hmm. functions. He actually likes it a lot.
1: Yeah, um, he's like, He's like, finally, life—it's gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's like, my life sucks, and it's all dreamy here. Which honestly seems like a great, a great uh, situation for both parties because yeah. you, as an old man, get to live a whole nother life, you know. But then, <laughs> then Corey's like, I don't want it. I'm good.
1: <laughs> and he like refuses to tell him how to switch back.
0: <laughs> yeah, Corey has the solution, and he just refuses to say. Which, we'll get to it, but I still don't understand what the solution was, if anything.
1: Uh, <laughs> I also want to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. that comes
0: up really. We'll come later. We'll get to that later.
1: Uh, what happens after that? I, there's so much
0: just... So they go much to school, yeah. so,
1: Bob, like, Bobby, who Coleman inside of Bobby's body goes to school, and is just going around talking to pretty much every girl, being like, Gina. And they're like, you're acting weird, Bobby. He's also wearing, like, nice clothes and a tie and everything there's some bullies who are messing with him and he's talking like a professor who's yeah. 70 years old instead of a kid and eventually he sees a girl laney tugging on her lip which is something that his wife did a lot so he starts you know trying to spy on her and talk to her and stuff really creepily yeah
0: then uh a- i have a i have a question uh i don't know if you guys have this experience. Am I wrong for thinking that almost every kid in that high school' I'm like that's, that's some pretty cool outfits to work with Yes
1: there. Mm-hmm. it makes me love the eighties there's a big the there's a big focus
0: way. on on their fashion like there's a lot of like uh in front of the mirror montages of trying on different outfits like that happens multiple times in the movie. Everyone is super obsessed with like their their st- their sense of style uh, and I am honestly really here for it
1: also the music I love.
0: It's all 80s music,
1: which really appeals to me. But after that, I don't really remember. <laughs> he just he keeps trying to get Laney or whatever. And takes her to the like house and is like, Yeah, I watched it for these old I'm watching it for these old people. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, okay. And he tries to kiss her, she gets upset. Uh, Corey Haim tells him go watch some or Cory Feldman tells him to go watch some uh videos in his basement to learn how to talk like a kid. So he starts saying dude all the time. It's pretty yeah. funny.
0: That's a good it's a good cover. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> there's so much in between. <laughs> they get in a fight, he gets like twice. He gets in a fight and one time he gets beat up by the the bullies.
0: Mm-hmm
1: then but before that he beats up the bullies yeah yeah Yeah. because they're beating up uh cory hame and his his broken leg yeah and he uses his his dream meditative stance yeah to to take down the guy yeah also at one point Corey hame says why am i running i have a broken leg and i love that (laughs) (laughs) it's a great line
0: yeah uh
1: well adjusted Joel continues to be well adjusted. Um, and Joel. And Joel. Yeah, there's Rainey's a lot of
0: cuts to him with his therapist where he really sort of discusses his own personal <laughs> yeah, insecurities. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, But really, I can't hold on to her even though I love her. You know, if you love something, you got to let it go. And that's sort of Joel's philosophy throughout yeah. this movie. And gosh, yeah, yeah. at
1: the dance, does he let her go after giving <laughs> her a big shove? Uh, I, mean, I think that might be one of the greatest like shoves I've ever seen in a film. The way her body just—he just eats he just her out of out of the camera, like it's beautiful how smooth of a shove it is. Like it's horrible because it, you know, yeah, uh, domestic abuse and all. Yes. Gosh, it's it's a it's a ten out of ten for me.
0: Um, and she just flat back falls on the ground. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> oh, you'll have to go back. It's great. You'll Have to go back and look. On the yeah. Viewing. It really uh, comes, it comes through on the second viewing. It really
1: broke new ground, I thought. <laughs> Lainey's, uh, Lainey's mom is also well-adjusted, <laughs> like Joel. Um, she's like, you should go with Joel. And she's like, yeah, but Joel's not really well... Ad- he's, he's very well-adjusted. <laughs> like, well he's
0: too well-adjusted. He's
1: too well-adjusted. I like she's bad like, boys. She's like, yeah, but he's going to go to college. <laughs> um. <laughs> Does her mom also drug her? Yeah, that's later, though. Wait, what? I'm looking back to
0: when things happen. I forgot about that part. I'd not...
1: I really liked Bobby's parents who kept saying to the other one, ask him this or tell him this. Oh, yeah. They never directly talked to him without... Bobby's dad refused to
0: engage with Bobby.
1: And the mom kept messing up her lines. Did she? Yeah, there were multiple times where she would start to say a line, and then she would go... And then she would just say a completely different line. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. How, how do you know those were the wrong lines?
1: That could have been scripted. Just she really said later.
0: She's a really good actor.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess so. It's
0: such a layered performance. You never <laughs> can tell.
1: She's, she's doing a great performance as a bad actor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was, you got, those are your script instructions on set. Be Corey Feldman, but really bad. They went, okay. I don't know if I can do this.
1: Is that what he sounds like?
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Sorry, I think to get my Corey Feldman right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Do you oh. think in twenty? Do you think in twenty years they'll make a version of this movie where Corey Feldman plays the old man? Because I he's hope forty-nine so. right now. Be they can do this.
1: Who, who they plays? Need to do this. Who plays the young Corey Feldman? Like
0: Sean Astin. Sean, Sean Astin. <laughs> <laughs> in like 30 I mean, years. it would have to be probably somebody who hasn't been born yet
1: i guess that's true i
0: hate to say it yeah because i any or, or unless we can hypothesize a time where cory where cory yeah. is old but it's just somebody who's that right age timothy chalamet we'll put him in there he's a baby he's perpetually a baby he's the new michael we Sarah. can do it
1: for him to be the same age as jason Robards. i think 10 years? Because I think Jason Robards if I'm looking at this right. Oh. No wait. <laughs> he would have been 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He would have been 69. So 20 years. Ooh. So that's, yeah. We're going to have to wait. We could just age down someone a lot. Like uh, the Irishman. Have Robert De Niro oh, play the young kid.
0: <laughs> Try to kick somebody.
1: <laughs> I think it's <laughs> so Massey
0: slow. Could.
1: I think Kyle Massey could very easily play this Kyle Massey? Yeah, yeah, a.k.a. Corey Baxter from That's a Raven and Corey in the House. We do need a young Corey.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Because I I really wanted this to be tied in with the That's a Raven cinematic universe, <laughs> and I think this is the way to do it.
0: There are definitely some clues.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the next day, which I think this is like the last day, Corey fell into Gone the dream the final stuff. day. Yeah, he's like, hey, this is your last day. If you don't get her, he's going to be gone forever. And he's like, why don't you tell me? And he's like, uh, 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 also, you keep ruining my wife. Stop that. Um, and then Coleman wakes up his Bobby again and goes to no. take the SAT, which he finishes very quickly and says, some of the questions were wrong on their face, so I went ahead and fixed them for you. I did like that. I, th- there, there are like two things about this movie that I actually semi-enjoyed. And I think... Despite the Corey. Corey. And Corey. It's Corey. And Corey. Uh, despite the poor performance of Corey Feldman pretending to be an older man, the words that he was saying, I think, were pretending. Um, the words that he was saying, I think, were often like, "Okay." I thought that line was pretty funny. That sounds like something a seventy-year-old professor would do. <laughs> um, is say the questions were wrong on their face <laughs> during the the standardized SATs. Um, <laughs> I also liked when he yelled at his parents for never talking to him directly. I thought that was semi-decent. Yeah. I don't know. But. And then he's so like, oh. otherwise not good. He also says, I got to go to the dance. I'm going to miss you all. And they're like, when he gets back, ask him what he meant by that.
0: <laughs> his dad does, yeah.
1: Um. They take the SAT. Him and Laney get ready to kiss outside. When Corey Haim comes in and messes with him for a minute and says, you don't have to worry about me, but well-adjusted uh, <laughs> Joel is on his way. <laughs> <laughs> well-adjusted Joel gets out there. A fight breaks out with the bullies, and the teacher comes and drags them all in. As Corey Payne keeps yelling, "But I didn't do anything!" <laughs> over and over again, which he didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he should have
0: okay. it He should have pled the fifth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, he did not pass those SATs.
0: There, no. there were a lot of instances of kids not um making use of their constitutional rights
1: <laughs> i mean we did have uh, full stop coleman as bobby did say they're not teaching kids any hope in schools nowadays and hope includes your constitutional rights <laughs> the <Fifth laughs> Amendment.
0: that was that, it was a really So subtle... they don't have to quarter soldiers <laughs> <laughs> um uh. They just have to sit down and take it, they think. Oh, that's so sad. That is so sad.
1: They eventually go to the dance, and well-adjusted Joel, being well-adjusted, does not have a lot of uh, alcohol to drink. Yeah. He gets drunk.
0: He has a well-adjusted flask, which is the he, appropriate size.
1: He well-adjusts Laney's uh, posture mm. in the middle of the gym. About, about 90 degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vertical to horizontal twist uh they run out the bullies trip joel and he's mad about which that. is a
0: fun it's a fun twist because those bullies have really been playing against all sides
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're true chaos <laughs> they are <they're> chaotic neutral <laughs> or chaotic good i don't know it depends on your, your view i guess depends on who they're fighting yeah
1: <laughs> um but laney now believing bobby that he's really an old man uh goes with bobby and they go and they she, start.
0: Yeah, I think she should have believed him when he ate that tofu, that raw tofu.
1: Yeah, that was that was rough. And when he ordered whatever it was at that restaurant, when, when he, he took her drought. to the old rest, old people restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Ordered yeah. the squash. <laughs> oh. Uh, they start doing the That's uh, for him. <laughs> they start doing the experiment thing again when Corey Haynes, like bro, well adjusted. Joel's about to do some he's about to be very well adjusted. <laughs> because well adjusted Joel had a gun and uh, Joel. was like he pushed Corey Haim out of his car then threw his cane out. And Joel, drove away.
0: Joel wants to share his well adjusted perspective on life with you permanently.
1: <laughs> so they go to like some party or whatever that the bullies are throwing or like well exactly. adjusted Joel does, and it's in Lainey, the, the alley yeah. where the it's in the alley where the yeah. the like bullies hang out at this club, and it's in the alley where the infants for the club is.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. the best um, place to be. Where I hosts all my parties. Well adjusted Joel went
1: there to evangelize. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. he <laughs> wants everyone to be well adjusted. He's here to change <laughs> souls and change <laughs> lives.
1: Um, Lainey's mom and her boyfriend. Get there and are like Laney you're coming with us we don't like Bobby we like well adjusted <laughs> Joel. This is the first time we see her boyfriend. Yeah We're his even, name is Ron. Even, she has a boyfriend. Oh is yeah. He, he's just the biggest nerd. <laughs> he's like, Ron and he has a mustache. He's a simp. Yeah. Hard oh, simp. He's definitely yeah. but well, Bobby about that. Bobby lets her go and says I'm going to I'll be over tonight. Shot. And they're like no you won't and he's like I'll be over tonight. <laughs> And they go to get well-adjusted Joel. In the meanwhile, uh, Laney's mom has her boyfriend drug Laney to make her fall asleep, which, if she falls asleep, they lose oh, is that Gina. what happened? Yeah. yeah I missed this. Yeah. Pour something uh, into, like, the champagne or yeah. whatever. It is. And then it's like... Oh. So he walks on and he's like, hey, drink this. Because if she falls asleep, uh, they lose Gina, so Coleman's like, don't fall asleep. But... They go well adjusted. Joel has his pistol well adjusted to the bully's <laughs> head, and they all pull up. And um, Bobby goes on this long speech about how well adjusted they could all be if Joel just adjusted his pistol to its holster. Logical
0: conclusion. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and he, he does this long speech. A beer bottle to his lips. He does this long speech, and he's like, in 20 years, I'm going to think of this bully guy. He's going to be a... I'm going to be like, hey, he was a jerk, but he was one of my friends. Aren't we friends? And they're like, yeah. Um, (laughs) Joel keeps saying, Bobby, I'm well-adjusted. I'm going to adjust over here, but if you don't stop, I'm mad at you still, because you took Laney. Stuff happens. They talk. Everything gets settled, and they go to get... I also like how... Well-adjusted Joel is going to pop a well-adjusted cap in this bully's head because... You tripped him? Bobby's stole his girlfriend? Yeah. You're like, you have
0: humiliated <laughs> me. The a bully because of something Bobby did? The bullies who have no alliance with with Bobby are going to take the fall. Yeah, Because They're, well-adjusted Joel is just looking for a victim to adjust well.
1: What? The bullies what? are really just like trying to balance justice in this world yeah they're the protagonists
0: (laughs) they're like the three blind seers
1: well-adjusted joel also uh tells everyone he informs everyone through through his actions that he's not going to shoot anyone in the most (laughs) well-adjusted way possible which is to walk right up to the bully with the gun in his hand wait builds this well-adjusted suspense (laughs) (laughs) and and then discard all the
0: bullets (laughs) <laughs> Which is after he's been bull. talked off the ledge yeah
1: yeah. and that the bully starts smoking happen. he immediately starts smoking and you see you know it's silhouetted because you can't really see him too well because of the light but you can tell he's smoking yeah. um, and the rest Bobby, of them have a yeah. beer. <laughs> what'd you say I said and while he's sitting there doing that and he's like I'm not gonna die the rest of them just go and have a beer together
0: <laughs> including Joel I think <laughs> Yeah, Joel does. They, they talk that? Joel off the ledge. Just, come on, man. Just hang out in the car and have a beer with us. Honestly, it's cool. You don't need to shoot anybody. We'll just, we'll just vibe. Yeah.
1: That bully is just like reevaluating his entire life and his friends are just <laughs> left with this murder. <laughs> These beers used to be too cold, but they've been pretty well adjusted at this point. Abby <laughs> um, goes to Laney's house. Her parents won't let her let him in. And he's like, okay, I understand. So in typical... And then two seconds later... Yeah, in typical 80s fashion, there's a lattice you can climb up to the second story. It's
0: my favorite part of American architecture, is building a ladder into the house. That way somebody can climb up in the dead of night using the vines.
1: And then he punches out the window and opens it. And he's like, no, she's asleep. He starts yelling Gina really loudly, so obviously the mom hears him Runs up there and they toss him out of the house. He's just he shaking
0: her, her asleep body. Yeah,
1: getting it, blood all over her because his hands bleeding. Is her, his blood gets everywhere.
0: So it looks like he's Bobby has murdered uh, Lainey. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes out,
1: gets thrown outside. And this is where he's laying there, and it just gets and it like fades him out. And then he's just walking around. Um, then I guess he dreams again or something. And then Corey Feldman's like, I got you. She's not actually gone. And then they reverse it or so.
0: Yeah. Next he, thing he's you know. Like, I was like, ah, I just wanted to make it seem kind of tense. Uh, <laughs> it makes good. for a good story. It makes for a good story. Um, <laughs> I don't understand what the solution was.
1: I don't think they ever said. It. I don't think there was a solution. I think it just fixed itself after three days. Or maybe Corey Feldman had to agree to it. And he finally said, okay. Did he agree to it in that bike ride? I, I Oh, you so. mean to, to end it? Yeah, yeah. But then in that at that point, why would he agree to it? Because the old He's man was messing up his life. But Laney likes him now. But Laney likes the old man. Who might but, I add, the old man kissed Laney um, as Corey Feldman, which is cheating. Uh, so I guess he got back at his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but and also – it's also, she's a minor, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if she's eighteen or not, but it, it's a twilight situation. I think the law only applies to the age of the body, Kylan, not the age of the mind. Well, no, I'm just talking about. She took the SATs, so she may be she a senior a loophole. Um, but yeah. Then Bobby's walking with Laney. through about to go do the shortcut through their yard, and the old man's like, "You can shortcut through our yard anytime you like." And he's like, "I think we'll go around." He's like i insist go through the yard he's like we'll go around his wife doesn't remember anything and the movie ends i also love how up until that point the old man still doesn't like this kid yeah <laughs> like they're not friends i don't get why he likes him now the kid like made him stay that way apparently for like three days thinking he was gonna lose uh, his
0: life to they worked through it you know he's not he's well adjusted he's not gonna hold grudges <laughs> he met joel You met Joel.
1: (laughs) There are other kids to be worried about.
0: Joel, who goes on to become a psychologist and or chiropractor.
1: (laughs) But yeah, that's the movie. Incredible.
0: It's a beautiful film.
1: I did think it was fun, at least. I enjoyed it. I think the plot was pretty nonsensical and they didn't explain anything. Mm. But gosh, it was fun and there was some really funny lines and you gotta love the Corys.
0: Yeah, you gotta love the two Corys.
1: All right, well, I believe that takes us to trivia? It takes us to trivia, which me and Eli have prepared, so. Eli, I have three questions. I don't know how many you have. I have two. Okay, so I can go with the first question, and then you, and okay. that way we can just swap out. Sounds so, good. across their careers, the two Corys, as they are deemed, star- co-starred multiple films, One of these we will be watching in the future. They were in another 0% movie together. Which film was it? A. Lost Boys The Thirst (laughs) B. License to Drive C. Blown Away or D. Lost Boys The Tribe
0: It was... it. The options were Lost Boys the Thirst, Lost Boys yep. the Drive, License to Drive and
1: Blown Away. Well, I think the so so it's definitely not A, right? Cuz Lost Boys the Thirst is just Pokimane's Twitch following. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not even a real movie. But Corey Feldman and Corey Haim are in that. Are they in this fake movie? <laughs> Oh, no, not that's not the answer. I'm not saying what the answer is. I'm saying they're in that Twitch following. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> at least one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey,
0: yeah. not the one you think. Yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, I would say the last one.
1: The last one Lost Boys of the Tribe. I'm going to go Tribe. With, I'm going to go with C. You're going with blown away? Well, John, you're correct. That is the only other movie they made together that is on this list. However, Lost Boys the Thirst is also on this list, but Corey Haim is not in it. Corey Haim is only in Lost Boys the the Tribe in a post-credit scene, but he is in it. So that is another movie that both of them are in that is on this list. That's incredible. Okay. During production of the film, uh, they had a title that was not Dream a Little Dream. So what was the working title of the film? Was it A, dream a big dream, (laughs) B, long before tomorrow, C, long after tomorrow, or D, from the old to the new? I'm going to say long before tomorrow. Which one? Long before tomorrow. Going for long before tomorrow.
0: I think you forgot to put it in because I think it's pretty well known that they called it three key Thursday.
1: (laughs) That is true. Well, this is the other working title.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would pick B.
1: B long before tomorrow.
0: Yeah. You You didn't make that up.
1: No matter what. He's not creative. It's Uh, too advanced. Yeah, exactly. I I do apologize. I couldn't find a reason for why it was named that. Um, Just sort of seems like another name for no particular reason. Uh, much like dream a little dream seemed to be a name for no particular reason mm-hmm. because the song that they yeah, but, had well, they what had to dream a little a dream? dream it's a big dream it is oh. a big dream
0: we're just loving it
1: <laughs> next question this is Wait, a what
0: was the answer
1: <laughs> it, it was long before tomorrow oh was it really yeah
0: what'd you pick sam i picked long before tomorrow dude nice big brains out here so this
1: is a true or false question in the 2000s, the Coreys would co-star in a reality TV show about their daily lives. <laughs> true or false?
0: True. Oh,
1: you're going true? Sam, you're going false? For the suspense. John is correct. It was called The Two Corys. It came on from 2007 to 2008, spanning two seasons. And a big point of their adventures was that Corey Feldman played Corey Haynes' wingman. After Corey Haim moved in with Corey Feldman and Corey Feldman's wife. (laughs) Beautiful.
0: They keep debating about, like, going to Lost Boys premieres and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, question number three. Corey Haim's character, Dinger, had to be rewritten last minute four days before uh, shooting began to accommodate an incident that happened to Corey Haim. What was the incident? Was it A, Haim got involved in a Ponzi scheme with the director, <laughs> and more screen time to cover his losses? <laughs> was it... What? Was a real megaphone situation. Yeah, yeah, well, I just assume a lot of people are in Ponzi schemes. It scheme happens a lot. You know? Yeah. Uh, was it B, Haim broke his leg, and so they had to rewrite the character of Dinger to have a broken leg? Was it C... Haim was barely literate and he needed shorter words in his lines so that he could understand them. (laughs) Or was it D that due to a friendship spat, Haim was briefly not friends with Corey Feldman and they had to have scenes rewritten so that they were not together. Obviously they are together in scenes. I'm saying that there are less. Which incident occurred? This is a really tough, tricky question. B. You're going B? I'm going to have to go with the Ponzi scheme. You're going with the Ponzi scheme? Yes. It well, is B. He did, in fact, break his leg four dang. days before. How did it happen? Uh, I could not find out why. I found out. He was oh, teaching you know? okay. his mom how to ride a motorcycle and she ran into I can't remember if she ran into like a building or something. Either this. way, she wrecked it and broke his leg in the process.
0: Dang.
1: dang. I was hoping that he broke his leg because he owed money to Ponzi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Barry Boskowitz shows up.
1: Next question, and I believe the final one. Actor Jason Robards, who portrayed Coleman, has won which of the following awards? A. A Tony, B. An Academy Award, C. An Emmy, D. The Good Conduct Medal of the Navy, or E. <laughs> all of the above
0: who uh coleman who's coleman
1: actor jason robards the old Old man Man. all the above oh oh yeah yeah the old man all of the above and if he hasn't won any of those i will personally present to him
0: (laughs) i will also go with all of the above
1: you are both correct he has won or he's won one tony two academy awards an emmy and he is one of 24 triple crown of acting winners. He also won four awards because he fought in World War II.
0: Dang. yeah, all acted the, the Germans.
1: So he was in All the President's Men. He was in Philadelphia. The movie I knew him from was Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. the West. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he plays a very big role in Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, okay. Cool. His other military awards were the American Defense Service Medal, the American Campaign Medal, Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal, and the World War II Victory Medal. Dang. So, very big actor all around. Did a lot of cool things, apparently.
0: That's pretty cool. Uh, I have one more
1: fact. Uh, Both Corys were addicted to cocaine during During... the film.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: nice uh and feldman really liked michael jackson as we all know uh hence his michael jackson dancing moves during the montage
0: i did wonder that
1: yeah he was absolved so uh what's our next thing (laughs) is that's our sequel pitches i believe oh man okay which i have one ready Mm-hmm. If you all need time to think, I do not have one ready, so please go ahead. Okay, so my sequel pitch is this We have Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. He goes into an Asian restaurant, and in the corner, he notices a mom and her daughter arguing, and the lights <laughs> start flickering. And they have a three way soul exchange. Mm. So Corey Feldman is now a teenage girl. The teenage girl is now her mom and her mom is now Corey Feldman. And they got to figure this out.
0: It's basically
1: it. the crossover between Freaky Friday and dream a little dream.
0: Right. Yeah. This the body swapping movie. cinematic universe. Yeah. Yeah. I, for a moment, I hope that you were going to say Corey Feldman goes into the body of the little girl the little girl goes to the body of Corey Feldman and the mom goes to the body of the mom. <laughs> <laughs> Each has to learn to live with their newfound responsibilities <laughs> and gains an appreciation for the lives of the others.
1: It's raising oh, Corey man. Feldman.
0: Raising in Arizona.
1: So, so the whole thing I could think of is what if Corey Feldman, uh, move to this big plantation house in the South, right? Because clearly that's where this movie is going. Yeah. Uh, that's where the series is going, this IP. Um, and there he starts to investigate what the old man done, had done did, uh, of course, as the English language would permit. And he starts to investigate, he figures out, we can do more body swapping stuff here. Um, and then he, he starts building up his family he he starts being a little obsessed with maybe a certain race, uh, body swapping into a certain race, right? <laughs> nothing weird, um, <laughs> nothing odd about it.
0: For understanding.
1: This for understanding and for just purposes. Uh, so <laughs> they they start you know his whole family they start putting this whole thing together. Uh, he has a daughter one day. His daughter goes. And her job is to, uh, to get in a relationship with a member of this certain race and bring them back for body swapping purposes. Um, and then they all get murdered by that person because he stops them. And it's called Dream a Little, Dream 2, Get Out.
0: Get on my dreams, please. Get, on, get
1: out of my head and into my car.
0: <laughs> the TSA yeah, shows up. Starring out. Billy Ocean.
1: Starring Billy Ocean and Jordan Peele.
0: Oh, that's good stuff.
1: Thank you. Sam, John.
0: Uh, Sam, are you are you ready, or do you want me to stall for you?
1: Well, no. I think so. I think the, the perfect sequel to this movie. So eventually, the old married couple passes away. You know, they're old. They're married. They're a couple. They pass away, uh, and the house goes up for auction because he leaves. He doesn't leave the house to anyone. He forgets to leave it to his best friend, who's having an affair with his wife. Well-adjusted friend, we'll call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it goes up for option, and of course, Bobby is thinking, "We we gotta buy this house." This old man was so kind to me for getting me Laney and <laughs> nice being in my body unwillingly. Uh, so they they crowdsource the funds to buy it. <laughs> And his first night in the house he decides to sleep in the old man's bed and when he sleeps he notices the old man in his dream the old man has now gone into the dream world for real uh, and he's there to stay um but the old man what what you didn't know was that the old man actually passed away uh from a house fire that his wife had and now his face is all scarred up and the old man had a very fancy knife collection um so he, he's constantly holding these knives in his hand. So he has this burnt face and these knives and he's, he's thinking, finally, I can get back at these kids in their dreams for stepping on my yard and my petunias. Mm. Um, so then he, it, it's a slasher film. He goes and he starts murdering these boys in their dreams. Um, it's called uh, Dream a, Dream a Killer Dream.
0: Yeah.
1: Beautiful it beautiful, was Freddie freddy Huger was before his time yeah freddy Krueger was before his time so he couldn't freddy possibly Kruler.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i'm interested that you you all went for the the, the cinematic tie-in i really appreciate yeah. that i've got a cinematic tie-in of my own in a way uh the sequel to dream a little dream is not a film some would call it a way of life, AKA a television slash reality show in which look, you're 49 years old, the year's 2020, your name's Corey Feldman and you're trying to cash in on the craze that is a dream, a little dream. Right. Uh, you know, we saw some body swapping going on during that movie. The old became the young and the young didn't become the old because they stayed in their own bodies in the back of their mind. But what if we brought dream a little dream to the real world? Now I know what you're thinking, Mr. Executive. Why did I hit the emergency alarm on the elevator? Well, (laughs) I just need a little longer for this pitch. Uh, I'm proposing a reality show slash PSA that involves now old Corey Feldman. And he is borrowing kids' phones and going on their Tinder profile and he is chatting up people uh because really our phones are just our bodies in the 21st century that's true you know he's he's entering bobby's mind literally now he's entering his phone extra literally <laughs> i don't know i think the concept is very amusing to me of he's just it's just him sitting the whole time and just being like ah, how do i <laughs> i gotta get these matches up
1: mm-hmm.
0: i got a match with laney but it might be gina you never know hey there's a game show element there's a secret gina you gotta find her you had to eat some raw tofu on a, on a Tinder date. <laughs> Anyways, of, we can keep workshopping this. I'll let you go, but remember speaking me. Speaking
1: of Gina, I have, another, I have another thing that the movie confused me about. Why did Gina have no idea what was happening, yet Coleman did? I
0: didn't they understand bo- that.
1: Yeah, it was never explained.
0: I also... I'm sorry, go ahead, Sam.
1: Oh. So I think this is a good point that I wondered. And what I think happened is that you know how... Um, dude's body went into like the back of his mind and he was still in there like mm-hmm. his soul was still in there but the old dude was now controlling him yeah uh i think what we were supposed to think is that gina's soul went into laney but wasn't controlling laney so gina kept telling laney stuff in dreams and Laney would forget right. i was yeah. just wondering why she wasn't controlling like because it seemed that coleman didn't you know do it on purpose he didn't know hey, I'm going to automatically go to controlling this.
0: Mm. It
1: just sort of happened. Was it just like a coin flip? He wasn't as uh, invested in the dream experiment, you know. So
0: My understanding was that Gina was totally aware and in control, but she just thought Coleman was really annoying, (laughs) and she was trying to play it, you know, play a little reserved.
1: Her way out. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Now, there was a sequel to this.
0: There was. And
1: luckily, one of us, not me, read the Wikipedia page for it, if he is willing to. uh, Yes. John, you also read it?
0: I did read the Wikipedia page for this, <laughs> but please go ahead, Eli.
1: It, it's something else, isn't it, John? Uh, it doesn't go the way I thought it would. No. Not one bit. I'm kind of concerned about whoever decided to make this movie. Um, and honestly, I might watch it, just because yeah. it sounds so dumb. And it seems so disconnected from the the previous film uh but just based off of the the small plot summary that's on wikipedia the the two the two quarries are our protagonists <laughs> our anime protagonists find themselves with a pair of sunglasses i mean two pair of sunglasses uh, in case you didn't understand uh
0: <laughs> in case you're stupid in case you're a
1: fool and ignoramus uh so These are not normal sunglasses, however. Uh, When two people are wearing both sunglasses, right? So one person's wearing sunglasses and the other person is wearing the other pair of sunglasses. Well, you got to get these rules nailed down that don't make any sense like the previous film. So both of them are wearing sunglasses. One person can manipulate the other person physically to do whatever the first person wants them to do. And the plot is that they find them and then the original owners uh, will stop at nothing to get them back from the, from the two Corys. And I don't understand how that's in any way related to the movie that we just watched other than it has some sort of vaguely, it's not even, so we're even changing. This isn't like some Eastern yoga thing, mind thing. This is like an experiment, like a science experiment. So we've completely gotten rid of the spirituality aspect of the film. We've gotten rid of the old versus like the young. This is just a couple of kids find some sunglasses. (laughs) I also don't understand what the purpose of these sunglasses are, where you have to finagle someone to wear a pair of sunglasses before you can get them to do something. It but just seems like the most convoluted way to control someone. I really wish some critic would have rated this so that we would be forced to do an episode on it.
0: I mean, we yeah. could. Yeah. We could. There's it's in about. the apocrypha. Yeah. What a wild film. <laughs> yeah. So is anyone bigger, else liar?
1: Is anyone else from the original in that, or just the two Corys? Uh, let me let me. I'm gonna say probably no. Just the Corey's. I mean, that's all we need. Uh, I'll I'll double check
0: for you. Cory Feldman composed the music for that movie. For Dream a Little Dream too.
1: Yeah. Dang. I know someone who. And by that I mean I met him at a concert. By going backstage because I know knew a person. And I met one of the someone who sung on the uh, Dream a Little Dream soundtrack. Mike Reno. Right, the soundtrack. lead singer of the band Loverboy. Dang. So. Dude. I am one degree of separation away from we the production of Dream a Little Dream.
0: We should have gotten him on the show. Talking about I Dream know. A Little Dream.
1: I bet he would have thoughts after that one song he sang for it.
0: You still you think he still thinks about it? I hope so. You think he knows that
1: his song's even in that movie? Well, I'm it said CBS on IMDb like let them do it so i'm assuming they went to him for this
0: gotcha you would think this is at least
1: that's what i hope fair enough hope and pray so do we want to move on to our changes to the film
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes let's do it
1: now my change is something i thought about as you know as i was watching it and for my change to work everything else would be the same you know the two Corys are obviously there, but for mine to work, not only will we need to bring in a new actor who I will name shortly, we would need Corey. to bring someone else in who has experience with acting like this actor to talk to Corey Feldman and help coach him. So we would need to bring John Hammond to explain how Corey Feldman can act like Larry David. <laughs> Larry David is Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is the only way you can make this movie better. I, think. I support this change 100. That's a Where very that good change. Where did that Academy Award-winning actor, <laughs> win Larry Boy. David? Oh man, this is difficult because I feel like there are so many sweeping changes that are needed to make this movie. <laughs> all uh, the editing
0: understandable at all. I would make Joel actually well adjusted. <laughs> Just he still often. does all the things that he does. <laughs> it just he has a good reason for them.
1: A really good reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Coleman should have actually been in the movie for most of the movie. No. Nah. He nah. wasn't Larry David, that's why.
0: What would you have him do, Sam?
1: Uh, You know, he just live there and be old and cranky. <laughs> yeah. I think he would, this, I think no. the only thing that he would do is step on the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Just stomp on some flowers?
0: Yeah. Because it's Wait. the one thing the old man didn't want him to do. <laughs> right. So, Well, Coleman is the old man.
1: Well, yes, but I mean, like, as the boy. Uh, oh. Yeah, like, I think they actually should have swapped bodies.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Makes sense. I agree. I, I do wish, this isn't my change, uh, I wish that there was more introduction to the characters, which seems like such a horrible thing because this movie's like two hours long of nothing, but like I feel like you 're just thrown in and they're already body swapped before you even know who they are, really, uh, so maybe they could have cut out all the hanging around school for no reason stuff: I think and there actually, are a lot of jump cuts that try to help you know who these people are that do nothing for you and yeah, nothing for a you. yeah a lot of a d r there's a solid 15 seconds of just well-adjusted Joel drinking out of his well-adjusted flask but that,
0: <laughs> those they, are good parts of the movie though
1: yeah it took me a while to figure out that well-adjusted Joel and the bully were
0: not the same person <laughs> they kind of should be I feel like they should was be. it wasn't it well-adjusted Joel best friends with Bobby prior to the start of the movie
1: they were really good friends I think his best friend is the other Corey, though
0: yeah like no, they're, I don't think
1: so. they're really good Corey stick together the whole movie <laughs>
0: My, my actual change would be that rather than, than properly swapping bodies, just a comical set of circumstances lead to them uh, to Coleman and Bobby getting handcuffed together, and now they have to live their life out this way. <laughs> they thing with two heads on
1: them? Yeah. Yes. So I had something I thought was really funny, and then I forgot it. So that means he had nothing ever that means i have I'm, i didn't actually have anything to do as a stall cover um i i guess what i would do is maybe i don't know uh, i i got nothing i'm literally blanking so hard right now
0: it's okay it's okay we'll it's, put it's it sad. we'll cut it, it, in. Really we'll, we'll edit it in we'll edit it in you can just in. say fix the editing
1: uh, But
0: no, uh, I had something even
1: better. Uh, Fix the editing, that's my answer, I guess. If I think of it (laughs) later, I'll bring it up again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll splice it in. Thank you, thank you. Um. Yeah. Shall we move on to superlatives then? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, that reminds me of what my thing was, because it was the same thing as my superlative. I would want well-adjusted Joel to just shove another woman Just if if he could have just why this should change, (laughs) it was my favorite part of the movie. I kind of just wish every time he walked into frame, (laughs) he just shoved someone this like full out uh, of frame.
0: He's like (laughs) the clumsy character from Roller Boogie,
1: Uh, Crash Course Conway. Uh, Conway. Yeah, 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 Kanye, Kanye West, Um,
0: zero control, Kanye. Yeah.
1: I I do well basically yeah I just want every time he enters a scene he just pushes someone they go flying and then the scene just continues as normal like everyone just
0: that's just just Joel he's well adjusted
1: the first half of the movie he did that and then the second half of the movie in random scenes you just see people fall into the scene
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know Joel's coming Joel's coming
1: get out (laughs) it's like on sitcoms when you see the door slam open you know the neighbor's about to walk in you see someone come flying and you know it's Joel and there's there's only a live studio audience like applause (laughs) just for when Joel shoves somebody (laughs) do you think we could give um I'm interested to see what what all of you guys would think of to be Joel's catchphrase as he does this (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> hmm. As he I'm sh- going to college. <laughs> I'm going to college. God, I'm away. College isn't that way. <laughs> I can't remember a single line he said in the whole movie. <laughs> I like to think his catchphrase is something along the lines of here's your adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> He does that? Yeah, he actually says, That's, He does the attitude adjuster. John, Cena's says, John Cena John Cena. Yeah. He steals it. <laughs> John Cena shows up at the end. So I, no one can see
0: him. I think I would have him say every time he would just go, Whoopsies, Big J <laughs> coming through. <laughs> I,
1: I think I think it would bump the movie up a few stars. <laughs> Joel's name. If they casually mentioned that Joel's name was spelled with a G instead of a J, wait. It can go up more. That's why far? it's so
0: well adjusted.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> implying there's room to improve it, Sam. I will not have that. I think, I think, though this one change, if we can go back to change it for a second, this one change would improve the movie. It would take it from like ten stars to thirteen. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to. Some Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So my superlative best use of a quarry tripping a wide receiver with a cane. <laughs> Incredible! I've never seen that one before. It's the uh, best one ever. I would like to award a superlative to Lainey's mother and mother's boyfriend for um, sneakiest ruby
0: of your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a contested category, so that's impressive. Yeah, it is. I think it, they tie for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: I think we all know what my superlative is going to be: uh, cleanest, most crisp uh, shove of a woman <laughs> off, out of frame by well-adjusted Joel. It's so beautiful. It's a thing of. It's a thing of beauty. I think if there was a national competition, well-adjusted Joel would be, uh, he'd be turning a few heads, uh, eyes would be on him, is all I'm saying. He ends up in like
0: those slapping videos that you see online. (laughs) I would say my superlative is the most dexterity and finesse demonstrated in a Cory punching through the glass of a window only to immediately contort his hand to flip the window latch, which seemed almost effortless, which is, seems like such an awkward process to actually try to demonstrate, especially when you're bleeding, but he, experience. Did it, he did it immediately. How do you think Brighteningly he
1: Brighteningly fast. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on to our uh, what we're giving this bad boy out of 10, and did it deserve a 0% critic score on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say it did not deserve a 0% uh, despite some, some wooden acting and a nonsensical plot. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't irredeemable. Uh, so no, I wouldn't say 0%. I'd probably give it like 3.5 out of 10. Something like that. I was going to give it a 4 out of 10. I also don't think it deserved a 0%. Uh, I think with a few minor changes in all seriousness, it, it wouldn't be that bad of a movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it could have used a little more love. A few more months of letting that guy's leg heal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would have been in business. Well build up to full strength. Why yeah. running crooked uh, leg.: <laughs> You get that money for the Ponzi scheme. Mm. I think even as is, this movie's pretty fun. This would be a fun movie to watch with a group. Yeah. This movie deserves a 0%. And I would give it probably four stars out of 10.
1: Going with John's, it being fun. I see it as there are two groups of movies. There's art, like The Master by Paul Joseph Anderson, or what, Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know is good. But God, I do not want to watch it. Versus (laughs) this, which I know is bad. But God, I want to watch it again. It does not deserve a 0%. I'm giving it 4.5 out of 10. Nice. I think of the ones we've seen, I'm putting it top 5.
0: Oh, wow. That's big praise.
1: Uh-huh. I enjoy the Corys. I thought it was funny. It didn't make sense, but it didn't need to when you have Corey Feldman and Corey Hain. And well-adjusted Joel. Well-adjusted Joel. Star of the show. I, I Yeah. <laughs> That shove, man. Oh, I'm gonna also, have to go back and watch it. It's so good. For it's anyone cool. watching this, this is free on Amazon Prime if you have that. Is I, it? So, yeah, oh, that's wow. why I watched. That's how I watched it.
0: Dang, I watched like on Tubi, like a dope. It's I, on Tubi as well. I, I had an ad blocker. I didn't see any of the ads. It was fine. I also
1: watched. I highly suggest that you take a look at that oh, shove. Whoever. <laughs> does that.
0: It's watch it you, on replay.
1: I'm going to, the instant replay, I'm going to watch it right after we get off of this podcast. <laughs> I need football recruiters out there. <laughs> he's Joel's Mark going playing. to college. Yeah, he's, playing he's going college to go ball. So, John, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, so, are you a fan of Parker Anderson? Because next week we have Police Academy 6.
0: As if. <laughs> we no, have he, another Police he's, Academy. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Well, I know he means his best, even though he says the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah. Like well, sometimes he calls me well-adjusted Joel, even though he knows my name's <laughs> Kevin.
1: So true. But yeah, that is my way of saying next episode is Police Academy 6.
0: Wait, does that mean that special guest Police Academy correspondent Parker Anderson will be back for his third appearance on the Oscars in episode 17, a.k.a. Police Academy 6? Yes. Oh, well, that's kind of a letdown.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we're halfway, more than halfway, to another uh, review of the last ten <laughs> movies we've
0: watched. Oh, yeah, we are. That's true. That's true.
1: So after Police Academy, we'll have three more, which will be Problem Child, Madhouse, and Highlander 2. the Quickening. <laughs> I'm really excited for Highlander 2.
0: Highlander 2. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Well, I look forward to that. That's going to be a good time. I do want to hurry and wrap up the the next 10 that way because I barely remember this yeah. set. So Yeah.
1: All right. Thank Sam, you all. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. leave, Sam.
0: I feel like, yeah, Sam, thank you so much for, for appearing. Thank we really appreciated your presence here. A great addition.
1: Uh, thanks for having me. I will again iterate that uh, you all are no longer going to be fired or at risk of being fired from this podcast. I own now that I've linked.
0: So, we did it, guys. Thank God, I
1: have a mortgage is, payment.
0: Is there anything you want to plug? What was that said? Is there anything you want to plug?
1: Yeah, uh, I'd like to plug my podcast, Zero Oscars. I um, <laughs> review movies that have gotten a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. So if you can check out it, that'd be... That sounds like a really good idea for a podcast.
0: You read that script really well.
1: Uh, No one really likes (laughs) it, but we still do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Zero five stars.
1: Yep.
0: (laughs) All right. Farewell, lads. I'll see you all next week. Farewell.